Welcome to A for Entrepreneurs. I'm Adam. I'm Drew. And we're excited to be here. This is episode 13. Episode, episode 13. First yeah. time shooting on location with the full setup. We're at Striking Beauties in Taunton. Uh, it feels like legit. Like this time, it, it feels like there's an, a new level. And every time we, we come out, it's like something new is yeah. happening. So it's but like super exciting. Always upgrading. Step by step. Yeah. What's what's been going on since the last podcast? Um, I mean, we had holidays, so yeah. You know. So there's a lot of like a lot of downtime that that happens, mm-hmm. right? But uh, the the big thing entrepreneurial that's happening with me now is uh, I'm starting a a a couch to pull up class, and pretty much what that is is somebody either going from like I want to be able to do a pull up, I've I need to get get moving, doing something, or or someone who's like, I used to do pull-ups, but I can't really do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So with this class that I'm doing, I originally had set up a, like a small group, so five people max, and that sold out within the first couple of hours. That's so, awesome. so I opened up a, a second class, and there's five spots left, and uh, it starts December 2nd. Nice. So I spent, I've been spending a lot of time with uh, structuring how the classes are gonna look yep. to, uh, to planning when they're going to be scheduled. And is that going to be here? Striking yeah. Yep. It's going to be here. And it's, it literally, the, the great thing about calisthenics is just using your body weight is that there's steps, there's progressions, just like walking, like, right. Walking is a calisthenic yep. move and running. And if like, say you're a baby, right. You're going to start with tummy time yep. and then you're going to move up towards Crawling. Yeah, maybe like the Joe Swanson where you're just kind of dragging your feet behind you. Rolling over. Rolling over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's steps. You're not going to take like a, a little baby and be like, okay, you're not going to do tummy time. No crawling allowed. Start running now. He's Run gonna, the Boston Marathon right yeah, now or get it's, out. <laughs> it's, that's like saying, okay, you've never done a pull-up, do a pull-up now. It's just, it's, it's yeah. demoralizing. So they're like, I'm not, I'm not going to do pull-up. And that's it. The steps, just like a baby, like, nope, I'm not going to run. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to be the 40-year-old tummy timer. Yeah. So you're going to stay in your kitchen. It's humbling. You know, some people, like, in order to get to your goal, you got to take a step back, uh-huh. you know, and, like, really be like, okay, I'm not in the gr- best shape of my life. Maybe I should really take his advice and take baby steps towards it so I don't hurt myself and so I can actually achieve my end goals. Whatever your end goal might be, everybody's is different. Yeah. You know, so definitely I think your program's amazing. So <laughs> Thanks a lot, dude. If you're out there Listen. watching this, uh, you, yeah. you have more information on signing up. I don't know why. I just yeah, come on. That. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's quite all right. Just reach out to me on uh, either on the AA for Entrepreneurs site or you can find me on Just Drew It or Drew Wilkinson on Facebook. Likely, if you're watching this, it'll be Facebook, and uh, I'll be tagged in there. So just shoot me a DM, yep. and we'll. I'd love to talk to you. What's what's going on? What's new with you? Ah oh, man, not too too much. Just still grinding in, in the in the grow room. Still, uh, actually, before I came here, I went to my grow room just thinking I was gonna have to water five plants because I I moved a bunch of plants out of there, and I was you know I I had like 20 minutes worth of work planned, if uh-huh. that. And yeah. I get there in the basement that it's growing and it's flooded. So I'm like, shit. Another, another obstacle. Yeah. So I had to clean that all up. Luckily, they have a sub pump. So it makes it a lot easier to clean a flooded basement. 
Because you just sweep everything into the sub pump and flush it like a toilet and okay. it all just drains away. Yeah. So it, you know, I was able to clean it up and still made it here basically in time. <laughs> yeah, that must have done horrible things to the humidity levels. Yeah, the humidity levels, you know, I personally try to keep between 30 and 40%, especially in, since I always have plants going in flower yeah. and you want to keep that humidity down. It was upwards of 70, you know, so it's basically double what I like it to be. And that can wreak havoc for cannabis in flowering stages because the, the, the moisture basically just goes into the, into the buds and when there's too much moisture, it can't go anywhere and it starts just forming mold. Yeah, it's like, it's like heaven for fungus. Yeah. Yep. They're just like, oh my God, this is the best. Yep. So I'm just so trying my hardest thing. to, you know, I had the dehumidifier running. I got tons of oh, fans perfect. running. So it's under control. Yeah. And I'm gonna, after, we, after we're done here, I got to go back there, empty the dehumidifier, double check it, make sure, you know, there's no new leakage. Luckily, yeah. I think it's coming from the bulkhead. So okay. it's better than coming up through the basement. And that's a structural issue and that sucks. Yeah. But uh, besides that, uh, I had my son for an extra day, so I got to spend time with him. Oh, the best. Yeah, it's always fun. And I did a little bit of work while he was with me, and he was like in his room, and he kept coming back and forth, Daddy, what are you doing? Yeah. Editing videos. You know, the, be the best thing about that is that like, as he's growing up, he's seeing his dad, the one person that yeah. like, he really looks up to, working hard. And that's, that is so important. It's going to be so funny to go see, see me go from like, at working on, I had my computer like on a shelf sitting on the edge of my bed. You see my room, like we have no yeah. room. <laughs> and I'm, I'm working on the computer like that, not even a desk or anything. Right. And to go from that to eventually, you know, when, I, when we buy a house and... Having an office. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be, I can't wait, man. I really just can't wait. Yeah. Work, working through like uh, managing, working with what you have mm -hmm. is the best resource. It's... Look at this. Yeah. Look at everything eventually, we've done. We literally just episode one, July twenty seventh. Yeah. Remember we, we had that that little table with the puppies on the it? The Paw Patrol table, yeah, the yeah, yeah, table, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually is today the twenty seventh, November? It's, it is. We're shooting this the twenty seventh. So today is a four year anniversary of us dropping our first episode. Four months. Four months, sorry, four yeah. months. Uh, so that's wow. I thought it was longer. It's almost than that. half a year. It feels like even longer, but like, but like an enjoyable, like longer, like I, wow. Like, yeah, we've made progress. Yeah. So is what you mean, right? Yeah. We it's started like, wow. with, we didn't even have this microphone. We just had our, our phone. We were recording from the phone microphone. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> no with, video, no nothing. Nope. Just one angle. Crooked. <laughs> yeah, our first like four or five episodes we were trying to shoot video for and it was just, the video was so awful that we just didn't even put it out. We were just like, eh, we'll just skip the video for now. And we'll, then, we'll hold on to this. And now we're running with four angles and we might not even use all four angles. Yeah, I mean, three, we had some criticism as in some, some people thought that the fourth angle was like too much. It seemed like an action movie. I didn't get the action movie vibe. It could but be some, my fault everybody's because different. Uh, there was certain points where I would just get bored editing, yeah. and I I would just have fun with it. Like there was one point where I drank my water and it like switched angles the whole way to me putting it up and down. <laughs> I just I would just yeah. like I'm gonna I'm gonna clip that up there. And uh -huh. I'm just it's part of it. It's partly practice for me. Yeah, I mean, I it's editing. Music videos editing is a lot of work. A ton. It took me 
almost six hours between rendering, uploading, editing, exporting. Yeah. It took me about six hours to get everything done and and uh, because of work schedule issues and appointment issues, we had to like schedule it at a specific time, so I was like crunching to finish yeah, it. Dude, I, you had a deadline and you nailed it. I, this, Adam <laughs> is the star of the show. He is the muscle behind this and he deserves the uh, and a, a round of applause. He does a lot of work. It's super, effort, it's super sure. appreciated. I actually, uh, I don't have the, the capability of video editing yet. Quite yet. Coming How, soon. However, yeah. However, I'm, I'm building a uh, PC, so I'm going to be ordering the parts today. That's on my agenda, so that'll be coming in. And within maybe two weeks, yeah. we can start really spreading out the workload. So, Yeah, and that makes better. it easier, too, because if we're both using Adobe, we basically can use the cloud yeah. and put all the files there, and then we can work on stuff. And, you know, I could be like, hey, man, I finished half the video, and then send you the file, and you can finish the other half. Or we could be working on multiple videos at the same time, you know, right. like it's going to, it's going to just expand us that much more. Yeah. And more growth. Yep. More growth. <laughs> like, I'm thinking like, there's got to be a certain point where we're going to be like, okay, every, every single episode that we've done, we've added something, we've improved. At what point are we just going to be like, never, right? Like, Hopefully we never. We can't. Hopefully never. We keep, we'll just keep adding things, making it a little better, like tweaking things. And that's, that's entrepreneurship. Definitely. It's trial constantly growing. We're like, ah, that really didn't work. We got to do less of this, yep. more of that. It's crazy. You know, thinking about the growth, right? A lot of uh, the video growth came from that Sensi night. Um, it was just, you know, a huge inspiration for me. Like, when I see myself doing those videos, like, I am somebody that, so that suffers from social anxiety, even though. Like I've, I've learned methods on how to like kind of push it to the back of my head. Yeah. It's still something that like I went to Sensi Night and I didn't know a whole hell of a lot of people. I didn't know everybody there. I probably knew, you know, four or five people. And I basically had to go up to strangers and interview them, right? So it makes it a little hard because one, I'm spending time scoping out who I'm gonna talk to. Then I'm spending time talking to that person. If I decide I don't want to interview them after talking to them, that's wasted time, now I have to move on. Yeah. Now, flash forward to Harvest Cup, which is one of the biggest events in New England for cannabis. Um, I'm doing media for that December 15th. And what I did instead of just going there on a whim and finding out everybody that I want to interview, Jen was nice enough, the owner of Harvest Cup, she was nice enough to make a group with all the vendors and all the media and everybody so I just put a post. Hey guys, who wants to be interviewed? I'm doing interviews, blah, blah, blah. I get between 500 and 1,000 views on my videos that I put out. Uh-huh. And I already got four people lined up for interviews. Oh, that's the best. Streamlined the whole process. So now I can, you know, set aside two hours that I'm going to be doing interviews. Then at 1 p.m. I have the, the live drawing for the bong that Token Dead is giving away. Yeah. Um, I already have... 10 people entered into that. My goal is to enter 100 people into their contest. It's free entry. Literally all you have to do is follow the Token Dead on Instagram and then message me your first and last name and email. And that's it. Nothing to lose. If you want to get more entries, you could buy a comic or yeah. a, a, a sweatshirt. They have hats. They have t-shirts. So if you do buy merchandise, you get up to five more entries into that. Yeah. So, so you know, the thing is with this, if you're an entrepreneur out there, 
the Talking Dead is special. Okay, like they're gonna they're gonna be big huge. now because they're not huge yet. Having this one uh, specific unique feature that they're gonna give away eventually down the road when they're huge, that's gonna be worth a lot of money because it's so unique. This is the first one. So we talked about Old Red last episode, how it's, and I, I put it up on, uh, did I fuck up again? I didn't put it on the A8 for Entrepreneurs Instagram. <laughs> I put it on mine it again. Happens. It happens. Um, I'll, I'm gonna 100% put that on the A8 for Entrepreneurs Instagram today. So if you're watching this, it's there. Um, the, the, where was I going with this? Oh, the bong is a, is a one of one. You know, Old Red is a weapon yeah. used in the comic, and somebody replicated that. It's a $600 glass piece. It's art. And they're literally giving you a free chance to win this. Like, it's... Wait, the actual... Yeah. They, the, the actual piece. They're yeah. giving that away. Um, or is it like a... a they made... A it's, it's a replica. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, Still. It's, uh, it's phenomenal looking. I post, I'll, I'll have the picture posted on Instagram by the time you guys... Cool. It's... Yeah. I'm it, entering. Yeah, hey, yeah, definitely, I could do that. <laughs> just, for sure. Send them your email and everything. I'm tr like I said, I'm trying to get 100 people entered into this for them, and great guys. These guys are, you know, a little bit older than us, and they've been doing this for a very long time, yeah. and they're just a testament to, like, patience and hard work. hard work and just being an entrepreneur before entrepreneurial ventures are even a thing, <laughs> you know? So I'm, I'm super stoked that... Uh, we're gonna be interviewing them again, like really soon. Yeah. Whether next week, a couple weeks from now, it's it's like right around the corner. So if you watch the first episode and you're interested in the second, that's coming up. I'm so so excited. The for second it. one, I'm I'm really excited for because now we're able to do it justice. Uh huh. You know, we have the full setup now, and it's just gonna it's gonna be so much better for them. Like oh, it's gonna be night and day. Yeah. And Total then little night and day. We gotta schedule grow smart soon. And then yeah, we and have your buddy with a, with his podcast. We have. I still want to get my, your mom. In yeah, there. she's. I actually I talked to her today. Yeah. And um, that's that's in the works. We'll talk more about yeah, it later. Yeah. But yep, that's. She's been like that's on the my number one for this because one striking beauties is an amazing business, and the way that I see her and. Yeah, she's, she's taken over basically the social media aspect for Striking Beauties, right? Yeah, she runs the Facebook page, she runs the Instagram page. The only thing that is different is that Apex Perspective took over that commercial and yep. starting that, that uh, a little bit of a different campaign. Yep. And with the, the campaign that we've decided to run with is uh, more of a family friend yep. kind of orientation instead of come here to lose weight, come yep. here to get healthier that's always been and it's always the gym has always been a family because of my mom because of what she's done and what she has turned this into but now it's just a matter of finding out what the gym is good at and telling them to people yep. because it's hard to see family and you gotta and show that experience exactly you know? that's exactly and it. I think she's been doing it I've been watching the social media posts that's why I was asking and I think she's been doing a phenomenal job with her posts and everything. And just yeah. like every time I see her post, I'm like, wow, like I, I felt something like I felt a feeling, you know, uh -huh. like, and that, that means a lot. And not only is all that amazing stuff that we just brought up about her, but she birthed this fucking legend here. Yeah, get out of so, here. How, how dare you? <laughs> so legend in the making. Fine. I'll, my mom wants to be humble. My mom's the legend. I'm just a dude with a, an old <laughs> hat. <laughs> 
But so, yeah, she's been on the list. And then we have my buddy Brian from Pinewood. Um, we, have, we have a list of people right now. And actually, yeah. it's kind of humbling. 2019, we're definitely going to be focusing a lot on interviews. So if you see this, feel free to send us a message that you want to be involved in it as well. And uh, we'd love to have you. Absolutely. And it's just like, it's so nice hearing about other people's Journey. adventures, yeah. their journeys. Yeah, it's because it's not only is it like, wow, it's a story, like they're storytelling. It's these people are so passionate yep. that it just rubs off and you're like, wow, I'm like enthralled. And then every, with every journey comes experience and, and lessons learned mm. and in spreading those lessons, hopefully will prevent other people from making the same mistakes or... That's literally what this show is all about, guys. We like, we are yeah. no, we're not the gurus. We are just learning like everybody else. Like we said last episode, we're just schmucks. <laughs> <laughs> we are schmucks. We're, gonna, we're just going to change our, our podcast name to the schmucks. The schmucks. <laughs> but, you know, we're learning like you guys are, and we just want to pass on the message. You know, there's, uh, there's actually somebody in the comments that said, do you have an NDA on this podcast? And I'm like, huh? Like, why do we need that? He's like, you're discussing ideas. And I'm like, so? Ideas are just ideas. Like, yeah. you could discuss ideas with everybody in the world. 99% of the people are, are not going to do them. Right. You know? It's execution. Is that really Literally. what matters? It's like, uh, and this will go to our questions. we got a couple of amazing questions this episode. Uh, this goes back to that. I was hearing... This is funny that I was listening to this. The podcast I listened to yesterday was Gary Vee, and he was talking about building businesses. And one of the things was hiring, uh-huh. right? And they were saying how people overthink hiring when firing is the most important part. Yeah. Because you can hire somebody, and then within five months, five weeks, fucking five hours even, decide if you don't want them, and they don't fit, and you could fire them. But people overthink the hiring process. And it's hard. It's, it's, I've never been there. Firing people. Yeah. It's hard. But I mean, it's your business. You gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. Luckily, I've never been in a position where I've had to fire anybody yet. Uh, I have been in positions of power where I've gotten people fired because of lack of work ethic and just bad judgment and stuff like that. But I was never like the manager that sat down with somebody like, hey man, you're getting let go. I was always the one that was like, Hey man, don't do this. I'm gonna have to go to your manager. Hey man, don't do this. I'm gonna have to go to your manager, and then I go to the manager, and they're not there anymore. <laughs> right. Like, I, I can't imagine firing somebody, but at the end of the day, it's your business, it's your investment, it's your baby. You know, are you gonna let the murderer murder your baby, or are you gonna kill the murderer? You know, like exactly. It's, it's are you gonna are you to gonna it. let that wound infect, or are you gonna treat it? Yep. And that's. It, it kind of all goes back to that. Just being able to um, make decisions that are the best for your business, you know. Yeah. And like again, going back to it, we're not the gurus, but we we listen to a lot of podcasts yep. uh, from influential people like Gary Vee. I listen to Big Mike, Business Outlaws. It's a great podcast too. Joe Rogan, even you know these people, just their ideas and the way they put things sometimes just makes everything click yeah. in your head. It's like they're masters of their craft. Yeah. They've figured it out. Yeah. I mean, when you're 42 and you've been literally grinding for 20 years, at least, not counting when your family made you work in their business just for minimum wage. Yeah, when you, when you were 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's a lifetime, dude. It's a uh-huh. lifetime. And, 
you just you have to respect the hustle so much, and I do, I do, I, and I love learning from these people, and I also think that the Token Dead falls into that, and that's why I think both of us just ride so hard for them because we believe in them. They're like they, they're they're starting to catch fire right now. Like you can see it. Yeah. It's insane. Like all these Comic Cons they go to, they're sitting on panels with other artists, and they're like the main event. Everybody's right. paying attention to them. Every like they're they're announcing stuff at these panels because people want to hear from them. They're they they actually said to us that we have to interview them soon because they have a bombshell to drop on us too. Yeah, I'm so excited. So <laughs> I can't I can't even hide it. It's it's gonna be awesome, man. And that paired with some of the other things we have going on, like we're. We're going to be interviewing one of the uh, editors for Sensi Boston uh, within the next couple months. That'll be exciting. Yeah. And, you know. There's so much knowledge. So yeah. much. And there's so much, there's so many different fields. There's so many different age ranges, experience ranges. Like, I just want to fucking talk to everybody, man. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's not enough time in the day, but we got to squeeze out, squeeze that lemon yep. for all it's worth. The amount of content I'm about to get from Harvest Cup is going to last me at least a month. Good. Like, again, going back to just planning ahead of time, now I'm able to plan what I'm doing with that content, too, ahead of time. Yeah. You know, like, figure out where it fits in and everything. And now, because I'm planning ahead of time, now I have more time for other stuff. But, yeah. Yeah, so what do we have for uh, questions this week? Ooh, let's get into them. Do we want to start with the super long one? Or? Yeah, we could start with that one. I think we're going to be able to dive, deep dive into this question. So this question comes from Cannabuzz Social, if you follow them on Instagram. They are a, uh, a social media agency, kind of, I don't want to just, you know, uh, pigeonhole them into one thing, but they help uh, cannabis businesses grow on Instagram and grow as a business because if you're growing on Instagram, you're getting more sales, you're getting more customers. And it's, it's everything. So, even though she's absolutely crushing it, uh, Kristen at Cannabuzz, she had a, a question, and I think it's something that a lot of business owners probably have like an issue with too. Not an issue, but... Like they've encountered it at some point. All right, so she asked, how can I grow when I can't physically manage any more clients? I work remote and I've worked alone for a while now, but I'd love to have a partner or an employee. I don't know which, I don't know where to find a partner. I don't know the first thing about hiring an employee and don't know how I could trust someone else to do a good job managing client accounts. I have solid leads that I miss out on on a weekly basis at this point. Money being left out there beyond my grasp because I don't have time to respond to the, their inquiry. I need help. Separately, there are so many things I need to do. Let, we'll get to that separately after this yeah. part. So how can she grow when she can't physically manage any more clients? So there is a, there's a lot, lot to take in here. Ton. There's, a, there's a ton. But the first thing that comes to mind is uh, a while back I went out to watch the sunset and just kind of think out on a dock in Somerset. And the first thing that I took away from that is that the first thing that I or any entrepreneur should do, their first focus is to get an employee, mm. is to get someone who can 
help them do the things that they can't or they don't have the time for. And I say employee and not partner because, especially in this case, I don't know her whole business, mm -hmm. Kristen, but, but I do know that she's already done the hard work. She's, done, she's built the whole the foundation, structure, yeah. the structure of what she has now. So I would say employing somebody to, to, to do the segments of the job that you least like, or she least likes to do and pay somebody to do that. And it's really important to note that there's 0% chance that anyone will ever love her business as much as her, as much, as much as she does. However, there's ways that you could get around that and it's to pay them well, like well, like better than you pay yourself. Hmm. To give them a ton of money because then they'll be more obliged to put in that true, true effort. But I mean, you know, at the, in the same light, again, her business might be a little bit different where a partnership would be better. Mm. It, it really all depends because that, that might actually help uh, push that partner to care almost as much as she does because there's skin in the game, mm -hmm. right? So it really, it really all depends. And the way to make somebody or to inspire someone to care more about your business is to give them what they want. And everybody's different. Yep. So as a person might be inspired by money. They might be inspired by a title mm -hmm. or time off, like benefits. So it's all about finding what, what that person, once you do have an employee, what really drives them. Because what's coming to mind now is a CEO doesn't hire or doesn't bring in another CEO. Yeah. They bring in a CFO, yeah. a CMO. So that's, I think that really is the direction that I would go in if I was overburdened with work. Congratulations, by the way. That's a good problem to have. Yeah, definitely is. And that's something I, I told her. My, my first initial thought was she said something about how can I trust someone to do a good job with my accounts? But she also said in the same sentence that she's not doing a good job handling accounts. Respect. You know, so yeah. I had to like point that out like, hey, you know, it is a very hard thing to trust somebody and to hire someone as an employee, but if you're not doing a good job in your own mind, then maybe someone else can do the things that you're not doing a good job at a little better because it's just taking it off your plate. You know, you right. need to focus your energy towards building more clients because if you don't build more clients, your business can't continue to grow, right? Like that's the whole point of this question. How can I continue to grow when I can't take on any more? My idea is uh, almost, it's, it's kind of a combination of yours but in a different sense. So I think she should take Gary Vee's approach and hire an intern or a kid fresh out of high school or in college, something like that, that she can pay minimum wage, right? To do the very minimal things. Like she writes the Instagram post, but they post it. You know, she gives them the schedule of what to post. The menial job. The menial stuff that just yeah. takes hours, you know, combined over the week off of your plate and therefore now you have time to look for a partner. 
Now, in this case, I think maybe a partner would be a good idea. And um, I have a bunch of ideas, so I'm meeting with Kristen actually pretty soon to talk about it. But uh, I think a partner that could handle five to ten more clients for her, you know, because she, she can really only by herself because of having to do everything else, only hand, handle a handful of clients. Yeah. Now you take the remedial stuff, give it to your intern. Now you can get five more. Now you get a partner, double up. Now they can do five to 10. Now you go from five to 20 clients. Yeah. That's a huge jump. But now you have two people doing the really, really, really important stuff. You have one people doing the remedial tasks of just posting online and maybe uh, siphoning leads. So right. when they get a lead, they enter it into a Google form or something and we get it, you get an email right away. Yeah. You know, so I think it's going to be a more than one employee type of thing. Right. So you jump right in. Jump in. Like, honestly, one of the things I want to bring up is partnering up with you. So yeah, actually, <laughs> it, it sounds like I was kind of like, as I was listening to you give the advice, it almost sounds like a merger. Not necessarily getting a partner, but like merging with another company who's similar. That would be that would be another really good approach. So there's there's a lot of different options out on yeah, the table. Yeah. And, and, and there's like a you know she's always looking for photographers, videographers, media and stuff like that. Uh -huh. So like that's why I was kind of thinking like what you're saying with the merger. Like yeah. Hunter Zone kind of like plays into that. You know where she's. I just like I just told you last week. Like honestly, I. I'm not the biggest fan of, of, of social all the time. Like I don't I don't like to be like feeling like I'm prison to my phone. You know, right. I like to be I know it, it stifens the, the creativity and like just makes me feel like I'm just I'm forced to do something, you know? So if this is something she's obviously really good at, she has clients with 20, 25,000 followers and everything. Yeah. And she's Kristen, over 10,000. I would love to have you on this podcast, I'm sure. She already, she's down. She's down, I can't wait to meet so her. So she's in Connecticut, so we might have yeah. to make a trip, which it's I'm fine. okay with, but yeah. Um, Worth it. That was, I don't even know if I got all the way through. Yeah, I, I got through, through that. So you don't, yeah. the main thing is, if you're losing money, your business isn't being, uh, isn't able to grow as much as it could possibly grow, you know? Not missing money is so much more than just missing money. Like that money could have been a bigger opportunity. Oh yeah. You know, and, and it just snowballs and snowballs and snowballs. And I think first step, Kristen, is hire an intern ASAP. When you watch this, start making phone calls and I can maybe I'm I'm down to help you try to hire somebody too and, and try to search for uh, and in turn, I do know some people that are, are into that and, kind of stuff. And so. that goes to the question, how do I find a partner? Networking. Networking. So you that's, should all, be. that's what you do a lot of. And her and I had this conversation of, you know, like she went to Vegas for uh -huh. a client. Yeah. And her four other clients really suffered because she had all her time wrapped up in one client. And that's where like the intern comes in, you know, either delegate, the, either the intern can fly to Vegas for you. Or you could fly to Vegas and delegate the work to the intern slash partner slash whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, so there's, there's, there's a lot of options. And again, going back to Andy's point, it's a great problem to have because your business is clearly growing. You're clearly doing the right things. You're a great person. And I, I see the way you're helping the cannabis industry 
and it's 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 phenomenal. It's so. time. It's time to expand. It's time to grow. And uh, what so was the second part? I know there was a... the second part was separately. There are so many things I need to do to grow my personal business. I don't even have a okay. website, but all that gets left for last because I spend so much time on my clients. By the time I circle back to my own accounts for my business, it's just an afterthought or half-assed. And I, I really. Uh, appreciated honesty there saying that you know sometimes she half asses yeah. things yeah and uh i feel like that's like part of being an entrepreneur sometimes you do <laughs> i haven't heard anyone say like ah yeah sometimes i, I go 100 all, all the time, time. no <laughs> slacking ever i never get down on myself whatsoever <laughs> yeah. it happens so often we're all human we're all striving for something greater i think your thoughts and, and, and I, I hope talking through your thoughts with me have helped you kind of kind of realize you're in a great position. And the website is very simple. I already, I already told her I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to some people and help her build a website. If you know anybody that, that knows how to build websites. I, I mean, I know I've seen the like Wix, the commercials, and they, they make it seem like pretty pretty simple, I, but I don't have an experience, so Wix I, don't, is simple, I don't really know. But it's just, you can, you can tell it's a free website. And with something like hers, I think she yeah, needs I don't better. Know. Yeah, I, I, I've had real websites set up, you know, for Hunter's yeah. Own when we first launched, we had a, a website set up. And then I had it for my music as well when, when I was going heavier back then. And it's, there's definitely a lot of people out there that I could contact and help with that. That's, a, that's an easy solution right there. And yeah. once, I think the website is gonna help her a lot because now it's, you know, check out the clients I've helped grow she right. could post pictures when she took over when she first took over to now and how long in between tell the story now it's an experience within the website uh -huh. you know and it's something that she can grow so if if facebook ever does go under like yep. myspace or vine their my her web your web page her web page isn't going to go anywhere yep that's there to stay forever so it's definitely something that is important to, to yeah <laughs> it's important to work on but yeah, um, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, I, par partners, uh, it's definitely important to find a partner that you know, that you're friends with, because inevitably it's going to happen where there's going to be disagreements. People are different, and you need to be able to be able to step away from any disagreements. Be like, this is we're friends. At the end of the day, things get things get heated, right? You get you can get angry, and at the end of the day, you need to be friends with that person so you can walk back into the into the arena and be like all right that was stupid let's let's really tackle this again so finding somebody that you know is crucial it before you bring them into the business hang out with them yep. right so go go in and and ha hang out take them out to lunch you know right go to a cannabis event with them see how they do you know and you know, I would, I would say the whole friend thing, maybe focus on someone with similar goals just to add Perfect. to that, you yeah. know. And if you can find a friend with similar yeah. goals, oh, spot on. It's so rare. <laughs> it is hard. It's hard to do. But, yeah, again, just remember, you have good problems on your hand, great problems on your hand. So it's crushing it. You're killing it. Bravo to you. You're doing an amazing job. I've, I've been seeing the work you're doing, and uh, 
look forward to meeting with you and having you on the podcast soon. Can't wait. It's going to be a crazy podcast. What's the, uh, what's the, do you have the second question on hand? I, I do. Uh, this one comes from Elevated401. Uh, this is actually the hat I'm wearing and I've worn on a lot of the podcasts. Actually, do you want to wear it? Really? Sure. Yeah. Okay. They say most businesses fail. Why? Top business people say anything is possible. So is it a lack of knowledge, a lack of passion, a lack of determination? Does one trump the other two? Is it a trifecta, a balance of all three? Is that too broad? What, what, do, you, what do you think? I think that most businesses probably fail because of improper expectations. I think people expect to make a lot of money way too quickly and it just doesn't happen that way most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time it's an extremely, extremely, extremely slow grind to get to the point you're at. Most businesses fail within the first year and a half. To me that tells me that it's, it's a determination problem, i.e. people are not uh, being patient enough and expecting things to just happen right away when you have to really, 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 really work hard for them. Yeah. Um, I think, what was the word he used? Knowledge of other business failures can maybe help your business not fail. Like in the back of my mind, knowing that most businesses fail after 18 months, before 18 months, I'm just trying to get to the 18 month mark. Right. <laughs> Once I hit that, I'm like, damn, I'm doing better than a lot of businesses did, you know? And from uh -huh. there, it's just that you build on small wins, you know? So, uh, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a balance of, of all three for yeah. sure, because it, it can definitely be a lack of patience, a lack, lack of passion. I mean, that's the word they use and a lack of knowledge. It's all three. I, I, I totally 100% agree that I think it encompasses all of those, like, and then some, right? Yeah. There's probably a billion reasons why businesses fail, but I think the most common, or, or it seems to be the most common to me, is that people jump into something that they don't truly love, which, yeah. which targets the, the passion thing, and they realize this is a ton of work. Um, this is really hard. It's crushing my social life. I don't love the work. I don't want to do this anymore. And sometimes they might jump in because it's, it's exciting. They want to own their own business. And then that's when they realize, oh, this is hard. This isn't exactly what I want to do. Another thing I think is a, is a huge issue is discipline. Yes. Because it's, it's one thing to say, okay, I need to show up to this job from 8 a.m. to 5.30 every day. And if I don't, I lose the job. It's very structured. And it's, what, at least for me, one of the hardest things to do is to, to discipline yourself to, be, to make that structure. Because no one's going to fire you. You can show up late to work. You, can, you don't have to do it from 8 to 5. But I think that's, that's a big problem for some people is that they don't commit the time every day and structure their day as a, as a work day. And adding on to that point, I yes. think uh, if you are going to structure your days, expect to work long days. You know, building a business 
you, you take your work home with you a lot of the time. You're going to have to, if you're with somebody, you're going to have to, you know, give them proper expectations to be patient with you and that you're going to be working a lot and you're going to be on your phone a lot and you're going to be, you know, constantly working. Like, I feel like I just don't have really an off the clock moment, you know, uh, and that's okay. That's, I'm okay with that completely. Um, and then going back to your, your discipline, I think part of discipline is structure. Exactly. Yeah. And totally. like that structure of the job makes it easy for people. You're basically told what to do. I try to do my schedule either the Friday or the, or, uh, before the week or on Sunday for the week. And I try to, I literally like write out my schedule and figure out what I'm doing what time slots I have available, uh-huh. everything, you know, and that helps me one. It helps me know how long my tasks are taking. Right. Because maybe, uh, I want to, I need to like be dialed into my work day, right? So I needed to figure out how long it took me to fed, feed X amount of plants, how long it takes me to clean this room, clean this room. So like I time everything. So now I'm like, okay, it took me an hour and a half to feed and clean the room. I'm going to schedule two hours in there, you know, all about, like you're saying, discipline and all about, um, like self realization and like not, and, and making, uh, Realistic expectations is what I think it comes down to. Yeah, brilliant. And knowledge too is knowledge is important too. Because sometimes you can you can jump into a business thinking that you know everything, yeah. but you don't know what you don't know, yeah. and you're not going to know that until you acquire the knowledge. And I mean, I hear this example a lot where you can read all about the game of football, but it's not going to make you a better football player. Yep. So you can read book after book after book, and sure, if you know the rules, that's going to help you get better, but it's, it's, you need more. You need to go in, and you need to fail. I mean, this... Absolutely. Absolutely. is important. Terrific questions. It was absolutely phenomenal. And thanks for, thanks for writing in. Like, you know what would be really nice is to actually talk. Have people like call in or have That'd them be actually the best. come in. Well, co- come in would be the best. And then like second best would be to actually put them on speakerphone and talk to them so we can get more insight into, yeah. into their business. I like that a lot. I so think that uh, really cool. that's, that's definitely something I've thought about doing. And I'm glad you said that. And I've also thought about, you know, how we had like our, when our first uh, exposure to each other as entrepreneurs. We had those meetings of the mind with... Courtney, you and myself and yeah. Jefferson, yeah. Um, doing that with a bigger group and recording it, yeah. you know, and really like, uh-huh. cause that's like, if we get four other people, that's six people giving perspective on everything and just sitting at a table talking about their business. That's, we need to work on that like ASAP. Yep. A little like round Total. table discussion. Exactly. And, yeah. See, we discuss ideas openly on here because. At the end of the day, we're going to execute these ideas. If Absolutely. you want to execute them too, cool, go for yeah. it. Well, maybe we'll do a merger. <laughs> so you, you do you, and then once you've built up something, we've built up something, we'll merge them together and we'll have a huge group. <laughs> That's the goal, right? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, what, did, what did you say that, that Gary says? It's about building, adding floors to the building, not tearing them down and building a new one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no need to tear other people's building down, just build a bigger one. Yep. And that's what it's all about. Um, I'm trying to think, I feel like something happened this past week that I wanted to talk about. 
No, I cannot think about it. It's all right. Business related, personal. Yeah, yeah, business related. Um, I can't think about what it was. Oh, I do. Casher, um, he just he's been messing around with Illustrator and making like logos and stuff like that. Oh yeah. And he's been Twitch streaming a lot, which we should get into. Yeah, that'd be definitely cool. That I can see that definitely being a cross promo thing too. For sure. Um, I still haven't quite figured out the whole Twitch thing. I know you need a really, really good Wi-Fi connection. Okay. So um, I don't. Which we, which we have here. You do. So maybe here. we could try. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk. We'll we'll figure some stuff out. Maybe we could do like a live stream next week from here or something. Um, something. Yeah, I need times. to. I don't. I need to educate myself with Twitch too. I know yeah. nothing about it. I'll, I'll, we can, maybe we can ask him some questions. If you, uh, if, if you do Cashier, yeah. watch Twitchers, is that what they're called? That sounds bad. Twitchies. Twitchies. It's a Twitchy. Official Cashier, K-A-S-H-A-R. That's his, uh, his Twitch. He told me not to promote it yet because he's still testing things out, but I don't care. Go watch it. Give him, give him some feedback because that's the only way you could really learn. And uh, love you, Cash. <laughs> um, but yeah, his, his wife was also talking about doing learning more marketing and social media and stuff like that too which made me excited because I was, like I was saying I'm not that big of a fan of it so if I could teach somebody how to do it as effectively as me and then add there yeah so you can focus really on what creating. you love to do I just want to create like yeah. I'm just in that space right now like I, I, I got back the three the three songs that I recorded at the studio literally the three best songs I've ever made in my life and just that's just three out of the potentially like 12 to 15 that are going on the album uh-huh which if i get time to actually write should be out like february is, ne- is next year a leap year no it's 2020 i was gonna say i'm gonna release it february 29th if it's a leap year <laughs> um but yeah what do, what do you got in the works besides your your class the class is big the class is the biggest thing right now really getting that up and going and is that's that's my main focus and then getting getting clients for the for apex perspective is another one mm. but other other yeah. than that i mean that those two things take up a a good chunk of time and what i what i've found is that i'm all over the place mm. right? i've got like things here 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 and here and here and uh the big thing is to just focus on a few actually not not necessarily business related more on the edge of strengthening discipline, tomorrow I'm starting a 72-hour fast. Wow. So I think it doesn't directly entwine itself with business, but it does build discipline, which is important for business. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, two, two or three months ago, I did a, a 48-hour fast, which we probably talked about on here. I believe so. And that was tough. But this, this time, I'm kind of like going into it uh, sm- smarter. Hmm. So yesterday, I quit sugar. So that's an addiction that you kind of get through. And then today, I'm cutting out carbs entirely. So that's going to that's gonna push my body into ketosis. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow or tonight, I'm going to stop eating. So just water for three days. So that's a, that's a big big thing that's going on How now. How active are you going to be during these three days? I'll probably go for like a, uh, a, a good solid run today to kind of deplete 
my muscles and my liver of glycogen so that it's easier to go into ketosis. And then maybe the first day or two, I might like take a walk, but you really don't have energy to do much when you're not eating. That's the thing I noticed when I, fa I've only fasted for 24 hours straight. And yeah. the one thing I did notice is the days that I've tried to fast since then for a full day, if I'm too busy, it's just too much. Cause like you're expending so much energy and then your, your body's like, hey, eat, man, eat. It consumes your thoughts. Yeah, literally, like, and, uh, like it, would, it would distract me from my work. Like, it's one of those things where I feel like I'd have to have, like, a chill period of time to, like, either work just from home or, like you're saying, like, something super light. Yeah. Because you get hangry, man. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly do. And it's, it's like a, it's a muscle that you can get better at. You can practice and you can, it's just like meditating, where you're like, okay, I'm hungry, I understand that I'm hungry, move on. I've been getting a lot more into meditation. It was, uh, yeah. I actually read my cards last night, and it was one of the things, it was like, you know, uh, get back to like that childlike mindset, have, have fun, you learn. like dance like nobody's watching, and you know, it's okay to be goofy and like be yourself, and like, to me, like, that's just a sign of, like, I, I've been worrying about the Harvest Cup event, you know, just really capitalizing on it, really making it not only a bunch of good uh, um, content for me, but also for Harvest Cup, because I want Harvest Cup to be able to grow from this as well. And it's just a lot of pressure. And, you know, it's got to make it good for all the people I interview. And it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. But I think I'll be good. And I think... You know, my cards telling me to just chill out and, you know, everything's happening as it's supposed to. Yeah, laying down the bricks. Yeah. Brick by brick. That foundation is starting to almost be done. Yeah. Speaking of meditation, uh, tonight I'm doing another class. Med meditation class at 7. So if you're, if you're still watching this, you're not going to make it tonight, actually, because this is going to be released later. But yeah, if you're, if you're free, you're more than welcome we got the, to join final hypnobirthing class tonight so that's yeah. thank god because like <laughs> I, i've learned a lot but uh -huh. just the timing of it freaking 6 30 at night till 9 30 at night on a tuesday wow. so and we've been scheduling our uh, midwife appointments on the same day so that way we can kind of knock them all out so in these classes do they teach you to do it too or mm -hmm. do they teach you to be a coach both both so i'm basically like the support you know if, if Courtney gets in too much pain where she's like, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this, I'm just there to be like, you're good. Like, you, we, we practice this, you're good, it's all natural, you don't need this, like your body's meant to do this. Yeah. And just like, you know, light touching and stuff like that. It's like stuff I've already done, like since she's been pregnant. And they're like, oh, we're gonna teach you how to light touch massage. And I'm like, oh, this is like exactly what I do to her anyways. Yeah. And then uh, there's other things like, I, I had to learn, you know, all the different breathing techniques. So if she starts getting too much in her head, like I can do the breathing techniques and like trick her brain into it. And we also have like yeah. words that like kind of trick your brain into being calm. So like if she falls out of like the hypnobirthing, um, basically, like our color, our word is violet. Like that's just it's our word of uh, like kind of brings us back. So is like, that what you're gonna name the kid? No, no. We're not sure yet. I'm not sure. We're right into meter. Kind of yeah. like base it off of that, how it feels. We have a couple names picked out. 
And uh, I just keep telling people we're naming our top ramen Isha. Oh. <laughs> and they all call me an asshole, so. <laughs> oh, that's a nice name. Yeah, it's nice. I was thinking about... Uh, it's, it's a lot of syllables. Yeah. We're yeah, tough for MCAS. <laughs> you not have to learn how to spell her name. Um, yeah, so I basically have to learn everything to bring her back to it. I'm like one of the most important parts of this whole thing. And it's just, it's, it's a whole experience for me because, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but I didn't really uh, get to experience the birth of my son the way I would have liked to. Uh, uh, my son's mother and I weren't together when he was born, so it was a very awkward situation. Um, and she had her aunts in the room who had, she had fed, you know, like a bunch of lies to and everything. So I didn't even like get to cry holding my son like the first time. Like I didn't get to feel any kind of emotion or anything. So this is going to be like, you felt like a third party. Fourth. <laughs> there was like three other people in the room, plus nurses and doctors and everybody's looking at me like, why the hell are you here? And yeah, it's going to be such a different experience. Like now being with somebody that I love and want to be with and want to have kids with and uh-huh. like, like, uh, being okay to like, I, I just like, I feel like it's like years of emotion that's like just held in. You know, like when I hold my daughter, it's just gonna be like, boom, like non, non-controllable. Like in those hypnobirthing classes, we've watched probably 10 to 20 births now. Gross. No, it's natural. It literally like, the first couple, Courtney was like, ew, and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't bother me. Like, if I really had to, I really feel comfortable enough with birthing a baby myself. Really? Yeah. Okay. I paid enough attention to everything and, like, you know, the right things to do and when to tell her to push and stuff like that. Yeah. That if an emergency happened where she was too far into labor for us to go anywhere and I had to deliver the baby. Yep. Or if you're around me and going to labor around me, I might be able to deliver your baby. Yeah, like, I think it's, like in aisle seven. It's ninety percent mental, you know, like just getting right. past that. There's gonna be blood and like uncomfortable stuff, and it's. I mean, it's yeah, it's a little gross looking, but it's like a natural thing, you know. Sure. And yeah. So there's that. That's big. <laughs> hypnobirthing breakdown. If you are pregnant and looking to do natural birth, do a hypnobirthing class in your area. Trust me, I, I definitely recommend it. And if you're in Massachusetts, I have somebody that I highly, highly, highly recommend. She's amazing. Uh, so, yeah. Perfect. That's a perfect time to, end to, to call it. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for tuning in, guys. We always appreciate your attention and, and thank you. your eyes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We had a thousand views on the last, last week's video, a thousand views on the week before that. Let's get past a thousand again and uh, keep subscribing to the podcast. Give us five stars if you're liking what you're hearing and leave us some feedback on the video. We're going to have some guests for you guys soon and uh, some new special content. So stay tuned. We'll talk to you later. Love you guys. Peace.